0: Well, I want to welcome everyone to our um, partners with purpose. Uh, we're starting this as a uh, new ministry uh, within the church. Uh, my, for those of you who are our guests and who are new, newer to our church, don't know me. My name is Rich Carrico. I'm one of the pastors here, and I will be assisted uh, by with my wife Tracy, who's sitting right here, of 34 years as of last Saturday. So she will, uh, she'll be doing more than assisting me. I mean, it's kind of like, it's at least 50, 50% or plus that she'll be contributing to the, uh, to the program. And once uh, we get going, you'll, you'll see on how she'll be able to contribute uh, for that. So I just feel honored uh, to have her as my wife and for her to be able to help me out with this ministry. Our church is a uh, growing church. We have a lot of married couples within the church. And we believe that you would definitely benefit from an ongoing ongoing instruction and mentoring uh, with marriage. And to this point, we haven't had a ministry that's uh, uh, exclusively concentrated on marriage. We've had different things that have occurred through the years. Uh, we've had a uh, marriage series that we've had, like maybe every uh, two to three years. Uh, we've had the women's ministry that's ongoing. And uh, they went through the book uh, this summer, uh, The Meaning of Marriage. And uh, I heard a lot of positive things regarding that. Uh, I lead our men's ministry, and that's been ongoing for probably, I think, the last eight years. And we've gone through a number of things in the men's ministry. We've uh, had um, a men's fraternity, so we've dealt with a lot of uh, marriage issues within that. Uh, Also regarding uh, parenting. Uh, Right now we're going through Every Man a Warrior, and that meets on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And uh, for those of you men who haven't been able to join us, I would really uh, encourage you to do so. Right now we're going through marriage and raising children, uh, which uh, affects most of us. So I would definitely encourage you to do that. So at this time, uh, wives, if your husband is not in Every Man of Warrior on Wednesday night, I'm going to give you this one opportunity. If you want to go ahead and elbow your husband, now now's the time you can kind of elbow him and say, Hey, get in there, because uh, we're learning a lot of really good stuff. We're going through a lot of verses uh, that we're learning and we're learning to apply to our lives. So it's not just a checklist that we've we've gone through, every man a warrior. We've gone through the eight, nine uh, lessons that we'll be going through, but actually taking uh, the principles from the Word of God and being able to apply it uh, to our lives, uh, such as uh, one of the verses we're going to be learning is Ephesians uh, 5.25. And it's, uh, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So it's not just a matter of memorizing that, but applying it. Okay, To memorize that verse would probably take most guys maybe five minutes, five to ten minutes to memorize that verse. So it's not just memorizing it, but it's applying it. And you will spend, and I have learned, <laughs> I will spend my lifetime actually uh, living that verse out with my wife. So we talk about a lot of different application, and that's what I'm hoping that uh, uh, this marriage group is going to do. So what we've, we've had, like I said, we've had different um, uh, teaching on marriage and child-rearing and what we want to do with this ministry really is to kind of put this together in a comprehensive program that we can kind of quarterback a lot of different areas that we'd like to cover with you um, in this ministry. And uh, it's it's I like to have tracks to follow. I'm much better off if you put me on a track and you say, okay, Rich, we've got to get to this. This destination, the next destination, and the next destination. So what we've tried to do is we've tried to put together a comprehensive program that deals with all kinds of different issues uh, within the marriage relationship. And uh, so we want to be able to uh, concentrate on that. Also, we, want, we do not want you guessing at marriage and at child rearing. And I don't know if any of you had, after you got married, if you had anybody kind of sit down with you and kind of mentor you or they gave you a book, or they asked you to attend a marriage class after you got married. It's, uh, I can just tell you from my personal experience, that didn't happen with my wife and I. It would have been very helpful to be able to have that. I would say that most of us probably fit into that camp. And generally, when you have sinners that have to make choices, they, and they're guessing at what to do, we generally guess wrong. And I can tell you that from a, from a, a man's perspective, with, within manhood and learning what manhood is all about, the times when I've guessed, I've guessed wrong. And we don't want that, we don't want that to continue with you and your spouse, uh, so that we want to make sure that we're giving you the information. And I'll go over a little bit later on how we plan on being able to disseminate the information uh, to you. Just to let you know, it's not going to be an every day, uh, an every week class that we'll be meeting. Uh, two to three times a year, we have uh, four weeks in succession that we have our newcomers class. So if you're new to the church, you want to learn a little bit more about uh, the church and what we believe and our practices and such, you would be in Pastor uh, Ken's class. And then if once you become a member of the class, and you've probably already been through um, some of you have been through uh, Pastor Larry's class on membership 101. So two to three times a year we have these four-week blocks uh, that we have those classes, and it gives us an opportunity within those times really to be able to have other classes and discuss other uh, uh, topics within those uh, designated uh, periods of time. So we'll be meeting, the plan is is that we'll be meeting during those two to three times um, during the year, our calendar year, that we'll have those on there. That we'll be meeting. Now, this is a ministry in progress, so we're going to talk a lot. Like I said, we're going to talk about how we're going to have other times where we're going to be able to be able to um, to interact and to have different things for you. That could be changing um, as we move forward. You know, we might need some more time to be able to do this. So we want to be able to make sure that we have that. Maybe it's, uh, you know, we'll meet during a small group time, potentially. So those are things that just have to be worked out. And again, we're just trying to be a blessing uh, to you. So who is this class for? Um, Obviously, if you're married, this class is definitely for you. Uh, If you're single and you're looking um, for marriage sometime in the future, this is for you as well. Also, if you're single... And you want to see how our our primary relationship with the Lord governs the rest of our relationships on a horizontal basis. You will. You. There's not a better opportunity to see how this relationship, our primary relationship with the Lord, uh, plays out with the marriage relationship. And really, this relationship here um, is our is our primary relationship with the Lord. And if this relationship is off, these relationships on horizontal plane are going to be off as well. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. So what I've done is I've put together, like I said, I like tracks. For those who've been around me, it's like Caraco's always got a list for something or a track for something. I do this in my professional life, personal life, um, things I've done here within the church. It's just easy for me. Um, I like to see things written down on paper. I like to know where I'm going. You know, I just don't want to take one class. Where does that class lead me to? Um, and so what I like to do is I like to put things down, and this is what I've done. So does everyone have a handout? We have a handout for you. Does everybody? If not, just raise your hand. John will be able to uh, get you a, a, a handout. Okay, I take it everybody's got one, which is good. Very good. So here's our track that we'd like to follow um, in all the different areas, and I'll kind of go through uh, every one of them, not to belabor any one of them, but just kind of give some uh, examples of what we're looking to do in these in these uh, particular areas. But uh, the first one that um, that I'd like to uh, start with is um, is the spiritual, and um, this one obviously is is the most important. And in our um, men's ministry, our, with every man a warrior, the first verse that we learned was um, Matthew 22, uh, thir- thir- 36 through 38. And it was, you know, Jesus saying, what is the greatest commandment? He was asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And I just want to tell you that that is the one thing. That is the most important thing in life. Everything hinges on that relationship. And we can, in this um, class, whatever we want to call it, group that we're going to get together on a periodic basis, if we don't get that one thing down, if there's anything that you get out of this program, that's it. Is it God, we need to have a love relationship with our Father. And from that relationship, like I said, everything else is going gonna, is gonna to follow. So with that, I've laid out some non-negotiables. So what's a non-negotiable? <laughs> it's something you can't argue about. Um, these are principles in the Word of God, and I'm just laying them out, that this is the most important. And we will see that as we become obedient to the Word, in our relationship with the Lord, is where it needs to be, then I will tell you that, and I've seen it, I'm, I'm 56 years old right now, and I've seen how things just kind of smooth out when my relationship with God is where it needs to be, and I'm in the Word, I know the Word, and I'm being obedient to the Word. So this is not just giving you information. I think, I hope we give you a lot of cool information. <laughs> I do. I hope there's one or two things that periodically you take away from this and you say, you know what? That was a difference maker for me. It's not going to be that we're going to wow you with information all the time. That's not our objective. But I'm hoping that you're going to get those one or two things that you're going to say, you know what? That really made the difference. But this one thing right here is what we have to have in place if you, if you want to have a successful marriage it's gonna, that's going to, that's going to glorify God. So here's, here's the non-negotiables. Uh, that we're attending church faithfully. Now, you know, from time to time, we're going to have to miss for different things. So, But on a consistent basis, uh, we're faithful in our attendance. One of the things we learned in Every Man a Warrior, and again, I pound these programs regarding our men, and I'm advertising them that they're important. Every Man a Warrior, it tells us on how to have a quiet time, how to have a daily devotion with the lord and not just read the material to say okay i got i checked that off of my list for on my daily planner that i read the material but no we're reading it with purpose right because the word of god that's how the holy spirit uses the word of god to transform our lives into so that we can apply the scriptures to our lives so this is critical it's very important just giving you the information about marriage is not going to have the same impact as if we don't have these other areas uh, in line with our lives. So just growing in the Word. So we can, we can show you the how to do all these, okay? If you're in our programs, you're going to get it automatically. If you say, hey, Rich or Tracy, you know, I'd like to know more about that, how to have a quiet time, how to read with purpose. We'd be more than happy to take the time to be able to show you on, on, on how to do that. But we need to be growing in the Word. Uh, also, uh, our prayer life. Uh, we do this in uh, Every Man a Warrior as well. We've got the war method, you know, worship. when we When we come to the Lord, we worship Him. And then we admit our sin, and then we have our requests. And it's just a very simple acronym that we've got ingrained in us that when we go to pray to our father of steps that we follow because we want to worship him first because again this is the primary relationship that we have with him being obedient to God's word no matter what so couples you need to make the commitment right now just just make the commitment that you're going to be obedient to God's word if you do that you can you can divorce proof your marriage as best as sinful humans can do. So if you're going to say, I'm going to be obedient to God's word in every circumstance, you might not like it. I don't always like it. But at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, you're going to be obedient to that. If you'll do that one thing right there, again, focus on your primary relationship with the Lord, Secondly, being obedient to his word regardless. So we're going to go over a lot of... We're, we're going to go over all the scriptures regarding marriage and, our, and also to have proper love relationship with the Lord. But it's not just, like I said, to memorize it, but it's to apply it to our lives. And it's, that is going to be the absolute truth. When all else fails... I'm going to be obedient to Scripture, even though it's something I don't want to do or my spouse did X to me or whatever it might be. This is going to to be what's going to govern my life, is going to be the Word of God. It can't be our feelings because love is not a feeling, right? It's it's an action. It's a commitment. And when our feelings are running rampant like they do... (laughs) I know that. My wife and I have been married for 34 years. I understand when we have a a discussion, (laughs) a lively discussion, and I'm very passionate about the way I feel about X. And she's very passionate about X as well. Okay? And I don't have to go into much more detail. We all have those kind of disagreements and such. But at the end of the day, we've got to be able to be obedient to God's word. Okay, we just can't get mad and say, okay, I'm going to go my own way or I'm going to do my own thing. No, God, God's word governs our relationship. And finally, for the non-negotiables, is no divorce talk. So divorce is never mentioned. And that's the commitment. That is a commitment. There might be times where you feel like, "Hey, you know, this marriage is going nowhere." And we've got a, we're going to be showing you a, um, a series, uh, "The Art of Marriage." And there's an individual, and in, there's marriages in there that just it, this marriage was going nowhere. Uh, whatever spouse was getting zero out of the marriage, or maybe both of them were getting zero out of the marriage. And it was just, you know, it's, I've lost my feelings for my spouse. And maybe some of you can relate to that. That you've lost your spiel- feelings uh, for your spouse. And there will be times where you will lose some of your feelings for your spouse. Okay? Because we're we're sinners. I mean, we're selfish. I want my way. And when I don't get my way, somebody's going to pay. And But we're going to make the commitment that there is going to be no divorce talk from anyone with our spouse. So that's why I laid out the non-negotiables. If if, if we will, be, and again, I've got to commit to that. Just because I'm up here um, teaching this, <laughs> I've got to live it as well. My wife has to live it, and then we have to live it as well. And it's, many times, we are relying on God's strength so that we can be obedient to that. But here's the non-negotiables, and I be, I really believe that if we will make the commitment to be obedient, to try to live out each of these, we might not do it perfectly. We're not going to do it perfectly, okay? We're not asking for perfection, okay? But if you'll make the commitment, for those of you who aren't married, make the commitment right now. And I will tell you that, and again, I, I've been. We've been working. My wife and I have been working with couples for a, a little while now, and I can just tell you out of 34 years of marriage, <laughs> that if we make the commitment to these non-negotiables, I will. I believe that 90% of our problems that we have with one another would just kind of, they will go away because there's there's a greater importance. Okay, I have someone else governing. This relationship—it's not just me. It's not just what I feel at any time um, uh, in our marriage. So anyway, we're active. We're all of us are actively involved in living a righteous life. And I didn't always get that. I just, you know, I thought if you do the right things, that we will just automatically kind of live a righteous life. You know, get the checklist out. You know, okay, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty good at attendance. Yeah, I I try to be in the Word. You know, I'm trying to grow in the Word. I'm in a class at church. You know, I do pray to the Lord and all that. So it was just, I did this, I did this, I did this, but I wasn't applying it. I wasn't being actively pursuing righteousness. And we do participate in our righteousness. And that was, uh, uh, that was, um, an eye opener for me in, in that sense. That I participate. It's not automatic. Just because you're here in church and you're under the word and you do some of these things periodically, it's not automatic that you're going to live a righteous life. Because if, if, if we're not being governed by the word of God, if we don't have the relationship with God that we should, then what are we, what are we basing what we do off of? It's me, right? It's me. So we actively participate in living a righteous life. And this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Um, Our second one that we're, and again, I've got at the top here, marriage checklist. And I just put that out out there that, you know, we're just kind of looking at different areas. And maybe just as we're just kind of going through some of this that, um, you know, you're taking evaluation of yourself and your marriage. And just kind of, and that's healthy. That's what we need to do. Uh, we We never arrive in life. We never get to the plane in life where it's just like, you know, hey, I've done the hard work. I think I can just kind of kick back now. I mean, this is this is kind of like you know retirement here, and I can uh, just enjoy myself and uh, you know do a little of this and do a little of that. But uh, you know, I've done the hard work. Well, <laughs> thirty-four years of marriage, I can tell you that I don't, and I, I know the next ones um, that we do have to uh, that we have to uh, participate in. But I want to just kind of run through these, and as we evaluate these. Communication, you know. Within the last couple of weeks, I know that, you know. Hey, I haven't communicated to my wife the way that I should. You know, I've got things in my own mind, and it's like, you know, you should be able to read my mind at this point. You know, we've been married for thirty-four years. You should know what I'm thinking, right? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it? Okay, very good. So, with communication, uh, we wanna we wanna give you some principles on what men and women can both learn from communication. Uh, we're, we're obviously, we're, we're, we're different. God has made us different. We're wired differently. Uh, we're the opposite sexes. Um, and then also we have different, uh, we di- do have different personalities. And a lot of our personalities are opposites. And we'll learn on primarily why that's it, because our spouse fills in the gaps for us. So we're different. We're very different. We communicate very differently. And my wife and I are, I think, a you know pretty good example of that we just we communicate differently, and um, so anyway, we need to be able to learn principles. So it's not just telling you that truth. I don't have. To, I mean, that's not brain surgery to learn that one, is it? That uh, that we communicate differently. I see a few laughs and a few smiles out there, but so what? What principles can we use so that we can communicate more effectively? So that my spouse understands me. Uh, clearer, and um, so we want to be able to give you principles that we can actually live by. That's gonna, you know, it's gonna help us out with that. You know, just looking at uh, connecting it with uh, a daily, weekly, and monthly time uh, for each other. You know, what 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 time are we taking for each other? And I'll, I'll tell you, I have a business. It's it's pretty hands on. Um, you know, married. You throw children in the mix, or you got other things you're caring for parents or whatever. It's very easy to lose time for each other because you've got things that have to be done, right? You have to go to work. Some of you guys work a tremendous amount of hours, a lot of hours. In fact, some of you guys work more hours than what I could work. I mean, just it's tough to work that many hours. And then you're trying to balance that with... You know, raising kids, or you may have other responsibilities, and then you're serving at church, so it's very difficult. And then before you know it, it's like, you know, the relationship with your spouse is just kind of slowly, 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 slowly. We're, we don't have that communication. We don't have that those contact points. So we'll just kind of talk about stuff like that, you know. Some things my wife and I do, I'm, we'll just go for a drive. We'll just go get a coffee and just go for a drive and just... Just talk that way, and that's uh, that's been something that we've done throughout the years. I mean, for a long period of time, we'll just that's it, just kind of therapeutic for us, and that's something that we enjoy doing. I don't know what it is for you; you you guys can uh, you know decide on that one. But I'm just um, you know throwing that out there. But also, um, I kind of talked about you know opposites attract. We have different personalities. We have different wiring. Uh, there's some common things that my wife and I share, but we're probably we're we're very different. Um, people. My wife is the personality of the two of us, okay? If you hang around my wife, you know that she's the personality. And so we're, 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 uh, we're, we're wired differently. It doesn't mean that that's good or bad. It just means that we have some differences. So we have to understand what those differences are. We have to be able to appreciate what those differences are. God, our creator, knew those differences when we got married, right? He knew we were going to get married. He knew that we had those differences. So why do we have those differences? Well, we're going to learn why we have those differences and how they benefit each other. And then, um, but also being able to understand our personalities. We all have different personalities. This is one thing that we did in men's fraternity. And we're going to get back to some of the things in men's fraternity is we took a personality test. And it wasn't that long. It really only took, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes, something like that to complete. But I will tell you that it was spot on for me. And my wife as well. It was spot on. And, but it showed us on how to work together more effectively. So instead of competing with each other, because we're different, you know, yeah, opposites attract, we're different. Um, so how do, we, how do we work together? Instead of competing, and that is a big hurdle that we have to get through in marriage, is being able to understand that. Uh, it took me a, it took me a while to understand that and to appreciate the differences that my my wife brings to the table. She's always upbeat. She's always upbeat. You know, sometimes I can you know I could maybe take the offense. Sometimes I just like being in a bad mood. You ever is there any of you that just like maybe sometimes like to be in a bad mood it's like an off days uh, you know sometimes I just like be in a bad mood I mean sometimes I motivate myself like that It's like I got to bring myself completely down to the floor before I can shoot back up. I'm, I've got some bad wiring but um, anyway we got to understand that we got to be able to instead of competing with one another that we're complementing one another so that we can move forward that's another thing that we're going we're gonna to work at. Uh, intimacy, uh, obviously a big, uh, big area for us in uh, in for uh, in for marriage. The scriptures talk about intimacy, and we are going to delve into that. Um, and I think that a lot of us think that um, that the scriptures don't have anything to say about intimacy, and that is absolutely false. And we're going to be able to uh, we're going to be able to uh, um, look at those uh, scriptures for that. Uh, taking time for intimacy. Um, and sometimes, depending on the um, phase of life that you're in and how busy you are and how much you've got going on, you might have to schedule it. That might sound crazy. Wow, you got to schedule time for intimacy? Yeah. There's a, yeah. I, I believe it's that big of a priority. Mutually, what's agreeable between uh, both spouses, yes. So we need to uh, we need to do that. Another thing we'd like to uh, take a look at is understanding the uh, typical areas of difficulty uh, for couples. Again, another thing we learned in men's fraternity that just the light went on for me. <laughs> and each of the spouses they they view um, intimacy in a in a, in a, in a from different perspectives um, women have emotional needs that they would like to have met men we have physical needs that we would like to have met and, and that's I would say for the most part in, in most relationships and those once we meet our spouse's emotional needs that leads into our you know our, our time uh, together and there's a dynamic that does occur is that, and again, we're getting back to when the Word of God doesn't govern our lives, then it's whatever I think or whatever I feel. So I'll throw the husbands out there first that, okay, I have physical needs. You know, I'd like to have them met. You know what? They're not being met the way I'd like. So I'm going to withhold meeting my wife's emotional needs. And before you know it, we get in the spiral with this. And this is just a typical thing that I believe that most marriages struggle with. My wife and I struggle with it, yes. But it was very enlightening for me to understand that. And I said, you know, I had to to confess my sin. Yeah, I, I, I do get caught up on this. Okay, so I'm not having my needs met. And then that affects my attitude with my spouse. And then I take it out on my spouse, which is sin, right? So I need to be able to confess that with God, and then I need to be able to make it right with my wife, and then I need to move forward. But just knowing that information was very helpful for me. So we'd like to look at, again, what are some things, some areas of difficulties that we have? So we would like to be able to explore that uh, with you, and hopefully that's helpful to you um, by um, giving you that information. And then, uh, lastly, there I have you know setting a hedges around your marriage. Okay, setting hedges means we're protecting our marriage regardless of what. Okay, so that means we evaluate everything that we do, everything that we get involved in. Uh, I'll just throw this out that uh, periodically I have to get uh, meet with um, uh, um, someone of the opposite sex for for business, for a meeting, or something like that. So years ago, I got in a habit because somebody brought it up to me that, you know, hey, why don't you mention that to your spouse? Why don't you let your spouse know that when you have these kinds of meetings, make sure that she understands that you're meeting with this individual from this time to that time, on what day it particularly is, and that you're accountable to your spouse regarding that. I just said, you know what, that's, that's good application. I like that. So it's things like that that we're going to we want to put those hedges, that protection around our marriage, that we are not going to entertain uh, any type of sexual sin outside of our marriage. And that we're going to be serious about it. So serious that I want to let my spouse know if I'm going to be you know, meeting with another uh, meeting with a female to have a meeting or whatever it is. I want to let her know that. Um, men, we have accountability um, with our computers, with our our phones, our iPhones, we've got covenant eyes that we can, you can have an accountability partner so that, um, um, you know, they get a report if you go to any questionable sites, if you go to a mature site, your, your, your partner is going to be, your accountability partner is going to be notified of this. Okay. So it's taken those steps, though, to say, look, it's so serious that, of sexual sin and the temptation that I want to take whatever steps I have to to make sure and so my wife feel co- feels comfortable that I'm not going to be involved in these particular areas. It's it, it's very it, it's it's difficult, but it's it's things that we need to do. So we need to, and this goes for wives as well, with um, you know putting those protective hedges around our marriages to make sure that there is no sexual sin outside of our. Outside of marriage, so we 're going to go through a lot of those different things. Um, I know that you know some of you guys you travel for business, just having an accountability partner that can say, "Hey, give you a call and just say, "Hey, you know, what, you know what are you doing tonight? okay What are you planning on watching? Are you turn the TV on what are you going to put on you know, And just that accountability knowing that it is very, very effective, certainly for men to be able to have that kind of accountability, and then also with our spouses as well is being accountable uh, to them. Parenting. Um, so we've got the primary relationship, our love relationship with the Lord, and then from that we have our, on the horizontal we have our marriage relationship, and then we go to you know the parenting relationship. And if our relationship with the Lord isn't where it should be and our relationship with our spouse isn't where it should, should be, it's going to affect the parenting. If you're on if you're on different pages, than than your spouse is on parenting, it's it can be very very difficult, very difficult. So we want to be able to make sure that we try to get you all on the on the same uh, same page. <clears throat> There's a book that we'd like to, we'll see on how we're going to utilize it. Uh, it's called Entrusted with a Child's Heart. Uh, this is by uh, Betsy Corning and uh, Dave, her husband. Um, they put this uh, book together. It's primarily uh, his wife, Betsy. And I had the privilege of uh, going and, and hearing them at a, a local church uh, back in the, I think it was an early uh, early fall, and I was ver- very impressed with this couple, very, very impressed. And um, this is a thick book, and um, it's pretty, uh, the print on it's pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty small as well, and a lot, not a lot of pictures, so that... Uh, that doesn't, you know, I like books with a lot of pictures and big print, so I can get through that book as quickly as possible. So this is this is a heavy duty book. We're, 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 we'd like to have them come to our church and kind of kick things off for us uh, with this. But a lot of great material, and the things that I have listed here regarding uh, uh, parenting, uh, God's plan of order in the home, what is the authority structure within the home. Establishing authority with your uh, children, uh, committed to discipline. Um, you know, discipline today is not as, it's not viewed very highly out there, is it? And I will tell you that, you know, when God says to discipline your children and you don't discipline your children, you've got problems. You got problems for your child. And you've got problems for yourself as well. Because you have unruly children, and that impacts you, and they will run you, and they will run your household. So these are things that we have to get done. Are they always going to be done perfectly? No. Are our kids going to do exactly what we want them to do at all times? No. (laughs) Okay. So how do we navigate around that? How do we use experiences from you um, and from my wife and I, and and how do we uh, help each other out in there? Building character in your kids, preparing them for independence. These are all great areas, all great uh, topics that we need to look at individually, so that number one, we're on the same page as we're moving forward with parenting, and also to give you the skills on how to parent. I again, I didn't, we didn't have anybody who came and gave us, you know, this uh, silver bullet book that said you do these things and things are just going to go perfect all the time. You know, we, we I mean, we didn't. You guys didn't as well, but we want to be able to utilize re- good resources out there, help you walk through this, help you process it, and help you to implement it um, in your in your lives. Um, I will tell you that um, parenting is not for sissies. <laughs> I've, I've learned that it's it's tough. It is tough work, but there is nothing that is more rewarding. I believe that we can do is to be able to bring along the next generation that would glorify God and serve his purposes. Our our homes are our mission field, our mission field, and reaching our kids so that they can be involved in serving the Lord. And I know that the Robinsons, uh, they help out tremendously with the, with the kids in and, and their ministry and being able to uh, live some of these out. But um, this will be something that we'll uh, definitely want to be able to, to go over. But again, if our, if our marriages are not on the same page, it's going to be difficult. But we want to help you, you know, to be able to get to where you need to, uh, where you need to go. Uh, finances. Um, we've had Financial Peace University here once. We've got to get it going again. Um, Dave Ramsey does it. It's DVD-led. It's, uh, it's a very good program. I'd encourage all of you to go through it. We, we've got other resources that we want to be able to go through just to be able to make sure that we understand stewardship, that our money is God's money, and we are just stewards of it, and we need to be wise with it in where we uh, spend our money. Uh, talks about a zero-based budget. And if you don't know what a zero-based budget is, you will learn that in here. And it's basically telling your money what to do before you start to spend it at the beginning of the month. So when it comes to February the 1st, I've got a budget laid out, and it's going to tell me exactly where to spend my money. Because if I'm waiting to go you know, shopping or whatever, and then it's me that says, you know, hey, I, I kind of like that. You know, you know I just you know, buy that or whatever. Um, no, I, I mean, it's got to fit within the budget. If it doesn't fit within the budget, then we don't, we don't spend the money for it. But we're telling our money where to go. So at the end of the month, there's nothing left over. Now, it, it's not to spend everything that you make. But it's to tell your money where to go. So if you're putting money into a 401K at work, you're saving for it. Or you're providing for a, a savings program for your kids for college. Or you're just putting some money into savings so that when, you know, uh, Murphy's Law hits and, you know, the car in, the car blows up or, you know, the engine blows up and dishwasher goes down and the washer and dryer go as well, we've got money already set aside that we can do for. But we're telling our money where to go. So it's going into savings. It's going into the house. It's going into the family. It's going into helping each other. And it's obviously our portion that we would... Uh, Uh, that we would agree to uh, give the Lord as well so we go through all that in this and we'll have some others with that I will tell you that this program when my wife and I went through I understood, you know, the concepts and the thing of it is is that this systematizes um, your finances for you and the system is so easy and I came out of that program thinking man, it's so easy but it's you know, it takes discipline, though, to be able to live this system out. But the information is very easy to grasp. And I would encourage everyone to be able to, uh, to go through that. And to get both spouses on the same page. And, again, Dave talks about, you know, we have, um, we've got the nerd and uh, what was the other one? The free spirit. And he talks about the nerd and the free spirit. And generally because most, most of you are opposites and you attracted and you got married, one of you is a nerd and one of you is a free spirit. The free spirit likes to spend money. It's like, hey, this is great. Let's go ahead and, you know, go on this vacation or do this or whatever it might be. Now, some of that can be good because sometimes I'm kind of like, you know, I'm squeaking when I'm walking because it's like, you know, I don't want to spend the money on this, but you need to have the free spirit. But you also need to have the nerd as well. And I'm kind of nerd. I'm not totally a nerd, but partly a nerd. And, um, so I like to see, see it all written down. Okay. Where's the money going? If it's, you know, something doesn't jive with the budget, it's kind of like, you know, I'm upset. So, but you got to have both. You got to have both is the point. Okay. And that's how God, when he brings us together with our spouses, he fills in the gaps. This is one area where he fills in the gaps. Because if both of you were free spirits, you'd probably be bankrupt at some point or you'd be in serious financial difficulties. So we don't want that to happen. But uh, anyway, so again, we'd like to be able to do that. Um, a, a couple other components that uh, that we'd like to just kind of add to this because um, we can we can kind of bounce between... You know, we have a marriage series every couple of years or two or three years we'll have a marriage series. Uh, maybe we go here a to a marriage conference. So we get, you know, we, we get pumped up for that, and they're, and they're good. Now, I'm going to talk about them here in just a minute of some good ones that we'd like for us to be able to go to. So we get pumped up at these marriage conferences. Uh, maybe we run a, a good book. But then we we have this, like, in-between time. Um and what we'd like to do is we would like to be able to help fill the gaps for you to be able to have mentors that can come alongside of you to be able to help you through some, some difficult times. Or it could be, you know, you have a, a big disagreement over a big decision that you have to make. And you have to bring somebody else in. And this would be somebody who can, it, it's coming alongside you. Somebody who's going to be able to come alongside you. We're looking to get, you know, training for everyone so that they come alongside you intelligently and they know how to, you know, help counsel you in some of these areas. But we want to be able to be, uh, you know, to help you on an ongoing basis. And again, we're only meeting maybe two to three times a year for, you know, a month each time. So we want to be able to have some things that we can be able to help you in the in 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 the in the between times to kind of fill in the gaps. And this is one of them. And I, I've just really come to the realization here within the past few years, it started with men's fraternity when we started getting into small groups where we were, you know, there's a real um a tight bond that's that is uh developed in these small groups. And we're able to share personal things with one another, and again, they're all kept confidential. But we're able to do that, so we learn on a much smaller uh, scale from one another. And it, certainly, in the past few years, I've seen where if you have a, a mentor that can come that, alongside you and really help you in the areas of life or hold you accountable, that that can make that is a huge difference maker. For us, and I can just tell you personally, um, I haven't. I'm working with a fellow right now, uh, kind of a mentor, and I always try to pick somebody like ten years older than I am to to make me better in certain areas, to hold me accountable, so I can share in his experiences. But I will tell you before that, I've had some guys that just came into my life periodically. It wasn't it wasn't like a long period of time, but they were able to speak some truth into me. And it was like that one thing. That was the one thing at that time that I needed. And I really believe that the church, we need to be able to serve one another. And Pastor mentioned about the one another commands that we have with one another. And this is a key area of this. You know, Titus 2. You know, mentoring You know, the older women, mentoring the younger women. The older men, mentoring the younger men. And this is a, a little bit of an awkward dynamic to some degree, with that because, you know, we're at different periods of life and it can be a little awkward, so we have to get to know one another. But helping, having somebody come alongside you to help process life where you're at can be a huge advantage for you, can help you get over those humps of difficulty that you have at this particular time in life. And that's what we want to be able to do. Is that, you know, one of the ways that we learn is we learn from the experiences. We learn from the experiences of ourselves. I've learned plenty of that. I mean, I shot myself in the foot, you know, so many times it looks like Swiss cheese. Um, but we learn from one another. And that's very powerful to be able to do that. So we want to have couples that are, that uh, see this as a ministry that can receive training and so that they can come alongside you and and help you out. Because like I said, there are going to be some times where you're going to have a disagreement and you don't know quite how to do that. And my wife and I had one I'll maybe share with you sometime in the future. But And we needed help, some outside perspective on it. You know, it wasn't the official counseling, okay? You know, we need counseling. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's a C word. You know, don't mention that. I don't want to say I'm going to commit to that. But it's, you know, it's a non-threatening way to have somebody who's older, who's been through what you've been through. They've gone through the difficulties. Whether they handled it the right way or not, they're at least mature enough to say, you know what? Let me tell you. This is my advice. I would do it this way. I didn't do it this way. And here's what happened. But I'm here to tell you so that I can try to help prevent you from the heartache that I had. Now how, powerf- how powerful is that I would think that that would be a big benefit, and I like that. I like other people coming alongside other people to help process life because it is difficult out there. Again, it's not just always, I mean, we, we need to have the principles from the Word of God, but God uses others to come alongside us and help us at the right times. Okay, a few minutes here and we're, we're done. But um, So how are we going to do all this? I don't have a clue. Okay. I just thought it looked good on paper, and so it gets me through the introduction week. And So there's a lot here, okay? There's a lot here. Um, I don't have this, um, you know, elaborate plan, crafted, and, you know, notebooks ready for you to, you know, just, you know, next time we get together, I'm going to start handing out some notebooks. But I do want a purpose to concentrate on these areas. These are the areas that I feel, and in, in just from our experience with marriage, these are the Uh, the areas that we need help in the most, the most important areas of our marriages. So we want to be able to be able to get the information to you, okay, the correct information to you. So if we're only meeting, you know, two or three times um, uh, during the year, uh, we're going to have some mentoring, like I said. So how are we going to be able to accomplish all this? Well, it's going to take time. We're not going to, obviously, it's not going to be one or two years we're going to be done with this. I mean, it's going to take a number of years to be able to do this. But, so how are we going to do it? Um, well, uh, partners with um, partners with Purpose Ministry, obviously, are times that we're going to spend together. Um, make sure that you're in attendance with these. I mean, make sure you come. Make, be faithful to them as best you possibly can. We're going to look at uh, weekend in annual retreats for us to be able to, uh, uh, to take advantage of. And retreats can be very good. Now, the downside with retreats are sometimes we go to the retreats and you can have a false expectation when you leave the retreat. Because you, and here's what I mean you have uh, the speaker will tell you, okay, look, he presents all the material and you say, wow, this is great, you know. This guy doesn't struggle the way I struggle. I mean, he's just, everything he presents, it's almost kind of like Facebook. It's like this, (laughs) it's not reality that we see here. So there can be a, you know, a downside to it. But also there's a lot of good information. We just want to recognize that. But we also want to recognize that they have some good information. And from time to time, we do need to have our batteries uh, recharged, don't we? We need to be motivated to have better marriages. And that's all good. But let's just accept that. It's part of the program. We don't want to get tied into it or become disappointed. Like, well, you know, this guy's up here and I'm way down here, and I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna, you know, bridge that gap uh, that's in between. So there's a lot of good things that we can do. That one of them is a weekend to remember. Now, this is put on by Family Life. We're going to utilize some of Family Life. Uh, Dennis Rainey. I don't know. You might listen to him on um, uh, fifteen hundred or I think it's ninety two point seven. Uh, The station they come on at seven thirty. Family Life Radio, uh, Dennis Rainey and Bob Lapine, very good show. I try to listen to as much as I can. Uh, Maybe you know, there's always going to maybe be a speaker you might not totally agree with what they're saying or whatever. But all in all, it's it's very good information. But anyway, they put on this weekend retreat, and some of you I know have attended on it. Um, In fact, I believe Joe, you went to one of these, and I think Mark and Marcy, you went to. One of these, uh, they had one in Detroit. It was last November, I believe, because we were out of town. I really wanted to go to it. But uh, we'd like to utilize that. And we have a, um, uh, we're an authorized group with them, you know, so where we can get some discounts and stuff like that. If we have so many attend, then we get like a free one to attend or whatever, somebody maybe who can't uh, afford it or possibly whatever. But these are great areas to be able, or great times to be able to sit down Have someone run through, uh, take you through different material to be able to help you in a lot of different of these areas. And uh, I can't, we haven't gone to one, so, okay, I can only be so dogmatic on it, but I really believe that you need, every so many years, you do need to be able to take advantage of these uh, particular things. We'd like to be able to have some uh, date nights for couples. I just put on there on a quarterly basis. Maybe it's on, you know, three times a year, whatever. Just having something that, um, you know, with, um, with our group that we can just go to. Maybe it's just going to a restaurant. You know, there's not going to be, you know, heavy structure on here. The idea is to get you and your spouse out to something that's, you know, fun and enjoyable. You can be around other couples. We can encourage one another and, um, you know, spend some time together, and then, um, you know, that's a, a nice night for you. So we're going to try to schedule uh, some of those. And then also to be able to get this information to you, again, you know, big agenda here. takes, you know, a lot of time to be able to do this. But we want to be able to uh, give you a, a fast track of information. And maybe some of you are sitting here right, right now and saying, you know what, uh, when is he going to get to, you know, I'll just throw out Intimacy. Okay, when is he going to get to in- intimacy? I don't know. So you might say, hey, look, I-, I-, I need some information on this now. We want to be able to have those resources already identified, lined up, and where we can get the information to you very quickly. So even though we might not be able to get to this particular area for a year or six months or whatever it is, we know how to get the information to you. So we'd like for you to be able to lean on us and just say, hey, Rich and Tracy, we're, we're having some difficulties in this area What do you have for us? You know, maybe as far as reading materials, maybe we need to get together with uh, some of the mentors so that we can process this into our lives because we're having some difficulty. So that's what I mean by we want to be able to get you the information as quickly as possible and to be able to help you in these gaps. But again, I can't stress enough that, you know, this is all really predicated upon our relationship with God—it's primary. If we don't have that right, it's going to affect our our marriages. It's going to affect our our parenting. Um, so we need to make sure that we have that. Be faithful. The non-negotiables that I had mentioned—just just say to your spouse, "We're going to commit to doing this. We're going to commit to doing this." And you're going to see that a lot of these these areas of difficulty that we have—they're going to smooth out. They really are because we're governed by someone else, the Lord and his word, opposed to the way that I feel. But again, we're, we're here to help you on the journey of marriage. And we've had a great journey of 34 years, and I wouldn't trade any one of them for anything. And uh, we want to be able to help you in that same journey, however you would, however we can help you. Just but tap into us and let us know. Again, we're going to be uh, getting together, you know, two to three times a year, and then we'll have these other things that we're going to try to get on the calendar for that. So, where are we going from here? I do know that one. Um, starting next week, we're going to start the art of marriage, and this is uh, put on by Family Life, and it is a good it's a good foundational um, program. Um, and I'll just tell you the uh, the. Uh, The uh, components of it, they have uh, six sessions, um, God's purpose and plan for marriage, overcoming isolation in marriage, fulfilling our responsibilities within marriage, communication and conflict in marriage, experiencing real intimacy, and then leaving a lasting legacy. So this is going to be, I had recommended to me that uh, this would be a good place for us to start. So, We're going to, for the next three weeks, we're going to be going through the first three sessions on that. When we come back in July, will be the next time that we meet, we'll go through the last three there. Um, And there is a workbook. You don't have to purchase it. I recommend that you purchase it. Um, And it just kind of gives some different uh, tips. uh, And throughout the uh, video series, they have like page numbers on. On certain things that they're going over at that particular time, and uh, it looks very um, it, there's very good information in here. And then also, once we get done, it lasts roughly about a half an hour, twenty some minutes. And then when we get done, we have some group discussions, and we just like that. We, we're just going to open it up. So we're going to become um, even though a lot of uh, couples in here, we're just going to make it a small group in terms of being able to you know kind of bond together. Feel free to say whatever you would have to say. And we're all here to help one another and to be able to kind of walk through the material and to process it so that, you know, it's going to, it's going to be something that's going to, you're going to be able to utilize within your marriage. So that's where we're going in the immediate. And then we're going to, you know, again, we're, we've got some other things that we're looking at as well. But again, let us know what we can do within this um, ministry to be able to help you out wherever it is, whether it's getting information, whether you need somebody to, you know, help walk alongside you whatever it might be uh, just uh, let us know so with that Wow two minutes is there any questions Who really did okay uh, Tracy just said that uh, we'll have these books in the Resource center um, and I don't know they might be like fifteen dollars um, if, if you can pay it whenever it's 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 not like we have to have the money next week Um so if, if you don't want the book, you don't have to purchase the book, okay? You'll still be able to benefit from these sessions and from, the, um, and from the question time that we have together. Any questions? Comments? So. All right, well, Tracy and I are very excited to be able to uh, kind of launch this ministry, and we really look forward to working with each of you and however we can help you out. Um, and uh, we'll just... Um, Pray that the Lord will uh, give us a blessing and that we'll uh, honor and glorify him. So I'm just going to close this in prayer real uh, quickly and then we'll be dismissed. Father, we thank you for your love. Lord, we just thank you for the relationship, Lord, that you initiated with us. Uh, We were undeserving of your love. um, And in our sinfulness, uh, Christ died for us even when we were opposed to you. So we thank you for your great love for us, Lord, making provisions for us. We thank you for our spouses and how they complete us. And, Lord, I just pray that uh, through this uh, time we have together uh, that we will, number one, learn that uh, our relationship with you is primary and it governs each area of our lives. And I pray that we might learn your words so that we can apply it um, to our horizontal relationships, and primarily with our spouses and our families, and from with one another, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that we might um, uh, view this as a real opportunity for us to grow in our Christian uh, walk, in a walk that would glorify You. And um, I just pray that um, You will help us in all that, Lord. Help us to be able to be able to minister to one another, so that we can help one another onto. Um, uh, living a life that would be pleasing to you in all ways, Lord. I just thank you again for each of these uh, 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 couples here, Lord. I just pray you'll give them blessing in their marriage. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.